Our scripture passage today is Matthew 28, 16 through 20. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. You may be seated. Let's pray together. Our great God, this morning we approach you in the name of Jesus, your son. And we approach you in his name because we know him to be our Redeemer, and our Lord, and our hope, and our peace. Additionally, we approach Him knowing that He intercedes for us. We approach you in His name knowing that He intercedes for us, and that He is ever working for His people. So our prayer this morning is that you would cause us to not only hear and receive your word, but you would Change us by it. This is our prayer, O oh God. Please be at work for all of your people today. Amen. Friends, if you haven't done so already, take your Bible, turn to Matthew chapter 28, where Leanne just read for us. And um, we're almost there. We're almost there. I've been studying Matthew for some time, and... Um, if your Bible's laid out with mine, there's an empty white space after at the end of the age. So we're almost there. Uh, I, I will give you a little heads up. We're going to do something a little differently today. Uh, so um, Lord willing, this sermon's going to be a bit shorter than normal. And then um, we're going to have a season of prayer as we think about application and and moving forward. So those of you that kind of have the rhythms of he says this and I, I pack up and then we do that, and then I'm ready to leave, and like just, I'm going to break your rhythms today, okay? Like, like, we can all pack up and go when Dan says, or when Austin says, you are dismissed, okay? So, <clears throat> with that said, um, today's passage is, is called Sent Ones, Sent Ones, and we are looking at one of those very, very, very common passages in the scripture, and when you come to one of those, when we come to one of those, um, I think there's a bit of a temptation on the part of teachers to get cute and try to put a spin on something that, that's unique. And, and I, I'm going to go the other way today, and I'm just going to try to clearly give us a few key components and, and then ask you to seek the Lord to lead and guide how we go forward. So today's passage is entitled, Sent Ones, Sent Ones. And um, notice how it begins. Now, the 11 disciples went to Galilee. They went to Galilee because the resurrected Jesus told the two Marys to tell the disciples to meet him in Galilee, to the mountain to which he had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted. So, so this is important. When they saw him on the mountain, they worshipped him, which just shouts the question, well, why? Why? 
So we go backward a little bit. They worshipped him because they had left everything to follow him. They worshipped him because he had said, I am the son of man. I am the savior of mankind. I am the one who's come to redeem the people of God. He had also said when he gets to Jerusalem, he will be arrested and he will be crucified. And on the third day, he will rise from the dead. And on the third day, as we saw last week in the beginning of chapter 28, he rose from the dead. So for these disciples, Jesus has gone from rabbi that they followed to crucified and buried in a grave to alive on a mountain in Galilee, receiving them. So, rightly, they worship him. Rightly, they worship him. Now, here is the interesting turn of this passage. He moves from their rightful worship of him to sending them to carry on the work of the kingdom to sending these who have known him trusted him believed in him seen him heard him he then says you carry on the work of the kingdom and i would will argue and i would argue that that Sending didn't stop, did not stop with the disciples, but it carries on all the way down the line to us. So Jesus tells them three things. He tells them that he has authority everywhere. He tells them to go everywhere And build the kingdom. And he tells them that he will be with them everywhere and always. So the components here add up to this. Jesus is alive. Jesus is risen. Jesus is worthy to be worshipped. He is being worshipped. And he sends his disciples into the world to carry on the work of the gospel, the work of the kingdom, the work of building the church. Not without him, but on his behalf and with him. So the method of Jesus is to send disciples into the world to carry on the work of the kingdom. So, let's look at this together. First, authority. Verse 18, And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. What Jesus is ultimately saying is, I have the power and the ability and the rightful place to exert my authority everywhere. 
It's not just for Jerusalem. It's not just in a building called a temple. But it is everywhere. And so before Jesus says go, he says my authority goes before you everywhere. There's not a place or a space or a nook or a cranny where I, Jesus, do not have the authority to carry out my work in that place. Okay? So Jesus is not sending his disciples into a space where he doesn't have the ability or the power or the authority to rule and to reign and to build his kingdom in that place. So sending begins with the authority of Jesus. Okay, so now let's take things like fears, doubts, excuses, and we hold up to them the light of the authority of Jesus is greater. The authority of Jesus is greater. I'm going to stay out of too many examples, but we all have our version of a really bad place that we would never choose to go because it's just bad there, right? Everybody, you got it? Everybody got it right here? Or a really bad group of people that you would never choose to try to have meaningful dialogue with because it would just be hard. You got it? Jesus, Jesus is saying, I have authority there. I have authority there. So the sending begins with this Jesus' rightful teaching of his disciples that he has authority. Second, there is sending or sent. He says, I have authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. Now, in this handful of words are thousands of dissertations, and I'm going to boil it down to a couple of minutes for you. You can thank me later. But the base of the, of the sending is, is the authority. And so Jesus commands them to go and make disciples. Go and make disciples. Now, Believe it or not, the word go is oft debated. Go certainly doesn't mean stay. It certainly doesn't mean stay. But here is our Baptist 2024 ditch to stay out of also. Go is not limited to those who would sell everything they have and move to the other side of the earth and get a salary from a missions organization. By the way, those of you who, are, who have done that, who were raised in that setting, thank you. May your tribe literally increase and double and expand. But go's not just for the, the really spiritual people that are taken off to Africa or Australia. Or Greenland, which that's the one that doesn't have green stuff. Or Iceland, that's the one that does have green stuff. The go was for all of them. 
But the go has a very intentional thing to it. They've all come to Galilee. And Jesus is, is effectively saying, we're going to disperse this thing. You're going to go back to, to where you've come from. And in going, your purpose is to make disciples. Okay? Now, do you see the, the application jujitsu that I just did to all of you? Ultimately, what Jesus is saying is, keep going. Keep going where you go. Keep driving to Nashville. Keep working. Keep going to school. Keep teaching. Keep loving your family. Keep going to extracurricular activities. But as you do it, go as a sent one to make disciples of all peoples. That's the, that's the commission. It's not to get a car and move about, but it's to get in your car and move about in a different way, believing that Jesus has sent you. And so in the spirit of wanting to elevate international missionaries, which hear me, elevate international missionaries, but in a spirit of wanting to do that, I think we often preach this passage in such a way that it lets 99% of Christians pretend that Jesus wasn't talking to them. And I'm not going to be okay with that. Jesus is talking to us, okay? So I'm just going to map out the itinerary of an overly busy father. This afternoon, I'm going to take my son to football practice. And then after football practice, I'm going to go home for like eight seconds, and then I'm going to come back here for our night of prayer and worship. And then tomorrow morning, I'm going to get up, and I'm going to take him to school, and then, and then I'm going to go to come here and work, and then I'm going to go spend six hours at the baseball field, and then I'm going to come home, and I'm going to sleep, and then I'm going to do that again on Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. And then Saturday and I mean, Friday and Saturday, those six hours are in another town. But what Jesus is effectively saying is, number one, Jamie, you're an idiot. Pare down. But number two, what he's saying is, go as one sent by me. So when I'm there, I'm sent by Jesus there. Okay? When I'm there... I am an ambassador of the gospel of Jesus there. What's the goal? Make disciples. Make disciples. A disciple is a follower of a teacher who observes his ways. And so the call to make disciples is a call to do the work of evangelism, and the work of teaching and the work of, of pointing toward Jesus in such a way that we would commend others to repent of their sin, believe the gospel, call on the name of Jesus for salvation, follow him, and learn to observe his ways. And so Jesus points out that the work of disciple making includes baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. Baptism is a public identification with Jesus. It's an identification that he is the Lord and I am committing to live as his disciple. Teaching to observe all that I have commanded you is, is 
teaching these believers to walk in the ways of Jesus. Now notice, he doesn't say, learn all the facts about all the things that are in the Bible. But rather he says, teach them to observe everything that I have commended to you. So there's a difference between passing a pop quiz and observing the way of the true master. So the work of discipleship is, is teaching to observe all that Jesus has commanded. Um, I'm, I'm not a big fan of, of promoting authors from the pulpit because man, authors are flawed and fallible and we don't stand on everything. But on this point, uh, <clears throat> a pastor named John Piper wrote a book called What Does Jesus Demand of the World? And all he did was he took this command, teaching them to observe everything I've commanded, and he said, as I dig through the New Testament, what do I see, what do I see Jesus commanding Christians to do? And so every command is a new chapter, and it's about 350 really dense pages. So there's a lot of observing to be done, okay? But that's just a resource that I dangle out there for us um, to learn from. But Jesus says, I'm sending you. I'm sending you to carry on the work of proclaiming the gospel and making disciples of the people everywhere. All those places I have authority and power, go make disciples there, okay? Go make disciples there. Third, present. Does anybody find that? A little bit overwhelming. Like, okay, Jesus has authority, but he wants me to go and, and us to go and us to be invested in this work of, of making disciples everywhere. Third, Jesus says, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. What he's saying is, as you go, my presence is with you. As you go, I promise to go with you. As you go, I promise to be present in all the hardship that comes along with the going. You have fear? Okay, I'll be with you. You have doubts? Okay, I'll be with you. You don't know what to say? Okay, I'll be with you. Your heart's cold? Okay, I'll be with you. I mean, do you feel this, this all-encompassing, I'm with you, I'm with you. Now, if you do want to take the whole Bible, all along, <clears throat> the, the blessing God has given to his people is his presence to be with them and go before them and work for them. So Jesus is saying, I am with you. So here's what I'm asking today. Will you read this passage as if the Lord desires all of us to live 
with the purpose of making disciples everywhere. We can start in our homes. We can work in our church here. We can start in our school. Friend network, neighborhood, workplace. Move to a random country. There are lots of ways that we can take this seriously. But I'm hoping that this day you will say, when Jesus said, go and make disciples, he was speaking to to me and to my family. And this is the way we can build a chain from Matthew all the way to us. Jesus said, Matthew, go and make disciples and teach them to observe everything that I commanded you. What would that include? This command to go and make disciples. Teach them to observe everything that I commanded you. What would that include? This command to go and make disciples. Now I'm out of my arms. I'm, I'm, I'm out of width here. But that's how the gospel got to us. And that's how the gospel's going to go forward. So as much as I believe deeply that Jesus is with us in all of our hardship, he is. That he loves us enough to care for us tenderly in this life, he does. That he wants us to be filled with the fruit of the Spirit, he does. But he also wants us to think beyond us and think about an ever-expanding kingdom and an ever-growing church of people who love Christ and walk in his ways. So I think the question for all of us today is, if I take this command seriously, What am I already doing because I take it seriously? And what do I need to change in my life because I take it seriously?